Hello, everyone, and welcome on The Barricades. This is another edition of our show. My name is Bojan Stanislavski, and with me is Maria Chernat, the usual co-host of the show. Hello, Maria. How are you? Hi, thanks. I'm fine. Thank you for having me. All right. So uh, for once, let's talk about something else, uh, <laughs> you know, something else than uh, the topic that's been uh, on this program and uh, like all over the place, really, for the last four weeks, which is the war in Ukraine, although we're not going to abstract ourselves totally from it. But at least in the first part, we're going to talk about a certain uh, a certain on the one hand criminal, on the other hand, morally impermissible and uh, also politically dangerous process that uh, is uh, obviously taking place in Romania right now. It has to do with journalism, it has to do with politics, but most of all, I think it has to do with all those values, like, you know, freedom of speech, democracy, all those cherished civic liberties and all those uh, values, again, like European values, some some call them European values, some other call them Western values. Um, some other, you know, use the word civilized, you know, to as a kind of blanket term for all of them. So let's let's uh, let's have you explain how civilized uh, European democratic and free Romania is, vis-a-vis a case of uh, what I, you know. From what I gather, since we spoke briefly before uh, going on camera, is a case of uh, character, public character assassination, where we've got uh, the. <clears throat> the institutions of the state, the security apparatus, uh, most of all, involved in order to silence uh, silence people who come up with truths that are inconvenient to uh, the currently to to the powers that be. To use this uh, to use this phrase. So, Maria, the mic is yours. Please let us know how great things okay, are. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, very interesting story. So I presented to the viewers in January the case of the journalist Emilia Sherkan, who is a famous Romanian journalist who exposed a lot of people who plagiarized in their PhD thesis, and especially people close to the security apparatus in Romania. People coming from the Defense University of Romania, people coming from the Academy of Police and people close to the Secret Services Academies, where basically we had a lot of cases of people plagiarizing their PhD thesis and then uh, adding uh, injury to or insult to injury, uh, filling important positions in the Romanian high administrative apparatus like ministries, uh, prime minister. It was um, the Prime Minister Victor Ponta and uh, the Minister of uh, Internal Affairs. So um, positions at the top of the political hierarchy were filled by these people who were later found out to be simply cheating and plagiarizing their PhD thesis. And as I told you, unfortunately, the um, academic institutions close to the security apparatus were the ones producing most of the cases and the most prominent ones. Now, in January this year, something very interesting well, happened. Yeah, can I just add one thing? I'm sorry, just for the people to, who, who are watching it to understand it better, because not all of them had a chance probably to, 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 you know, to see the episode you're referring to right now. So just to create the context that uh, plagiarism is Romania's favorite corruption. 
Like this yeah. is this is what Romanians do. Like Romanian acad well academics or people who are linked to the academia. That's what they do. Like they they plagiarize a lot, and this is always a very scandalizing event. Uh, at least to some extent, right? Like, please correct me if I'm wrong, but not like to a large yes, extent. Yes, yes, it's a scandalizing, scandalizing event. When, when another bureaucrat, when another president, prime minister, minister, vice minister, and stuff like that turns out to have plagiarized their diploma, right? So just, just to go Yes, ahead. yes, yes. And, and it's important for the viewers to know that, of course, in Romania, unfortunately, from time to time, you found out that yet another politician plagiarized their thesis. We even have that, those that put fake titles of books that do not exist in their CVs. Okay, so it is a major that. problem in Romania. When they went ahead just pretending that they wrote a book that doesn't, in fact, exist. Now, uh, what is interesting here is that Emilia Sherkan was one of the most prominent journalists that actually took those investigations and wrote about these politicians conducting in this very, very immoral and illegal manner. And uh, in January, in January this year, she wrote a very well-documented article on Nicolae Ciucă, the current prime minister of Romania, who is also an army general and also very lionized yeah, no. by your NATO officials. And it looks like from the 130 pages, a very thin uh, PhD thesis, at least though th these are the pages that he actually claimed he wrote, apart from the annexes and all the other uh, pages accompanying this, uh, uh, an important percentage of those were actually plagiarized word by word, and uh, Emilia Sherkan wrote an extensive piece in Press One, a media outlet in Romania, about this. Now, what happened next? I haven't heard much of her, but today he, she published an incendiary article uh, explaining what happened after she dared to publish uh, this article about Nicolae Tukas, the current Romanian prime minister plagiarism. She received two threats. I don't know whether they were death threats, but she was threatened, two messages. So she filed a complaint, then she filed a second complaint. But things got really interesting when she got the third message on Messenger, Via messenger. When was that? Like in terms of well, time that being... was back in January, right after she published the article. Right after she published the article, she received two messages, um, threats, usual threats. I mean, I think she's used to because it's not the first time this happened. So she filed complaints, and then, then the third one was a message via Facebook Messenger from a person that she says she didn't knew at that time and I she doesn't know still. So from a stranger containing what? Five photographs that were taken 20 years ago when she was still engaged to her then boyfriend. And they were presenting her coming out of the shower, not fully dressed, though, sitting comfortable in the house. So she was presenting in an intimate environment, not fully dressed, yes. And those pictures were later... Um, so she got this, mess, this message saying that these pictures 
were uploaded to adult sites, to porn sites, okay? Now, what did she do? She received the messages. Then the second day, she went to the police and take a, took a screenshot of that Facebook messenger. And she added that picture as, um, 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 how do you say this, um, as a piece that uh, was needed for the complaint to be uh, taken as evidence, exactly, that was the word. So she uh, did that. And then the third day, so, so at the later point, she discovered that those pictures, that, that very screenshot that she gave to the police officers was actually uploaded to a site in Moldova. And then from that site was shared to other 74 adult sites. And now, that also happened in January or now? In January. That in January. happened in January. She went directly to the Ministry of Interior, filing a complaint, and then she went directly to the head of the Romanian press saying, look, evidence from a criminal investigation was leaked. And this is very, very bad because the picture is the screenshot from my phone, actually. So there is no way for this picture to have gotten to the uh, Moldova site. And then she explains how they fabricated a site that no longer exists, claiming that that was the site where it was initially uploaded. Anyway, it is an extensive piece that shows how easily it is in Romania to get compromised and to get even the Romanian authorities here are, are and their their credibility, their honor and their conduct is being questioned because if this is true, and I have strong reasons to believe it is, then it means that the very authorities that are there to protect you could behave in such immoral and illegal manner as to leak evidence to other sides in order to compromise you. Now, we are decrying, isn't it, the situation of journalists in Hungary or in other places such as Russia or in other places where there is supposed to be a dictatorship, but just think about what is happening here. Now, you have a journalist exposing the prime minister as a guy who plagiarized his PhD thesis. And next thing you know, you find yourself with pictures taken 20 years ago from your ex-lover on adult sites. Now, what I find even more interesting about this is that they attacked her as a woman and they tried to compromise her and to smear her. Uh, and this is basically a, a gender-based uh, violence because uh, this is attacking her and her private life and her integrity and her professional integrity was not questioned, but the, the pictures taken in her private life is being weaponized against her in an effort to, to smear her. Now, I find this to be extremely, extremely troubling and uh, in a way 
and this is not only my opinion in a way a lot of people expected this to happen first because it is the not the first time it happens and she's the not not the only one to to suffer such consequences to her if you believe that boyan and the viewers the last time it happened it was somebody with a very important position in the romanian police that orchestrated a campaign of messages being sent to her basically death threats mm -hmm. but then she filed a complaint and in two months time they found out who the perpetrators were but interestingly enough now it took the police 45 days and the case was not solved and this is why she came public with the story because the police did nothing to find out how was it possible that evidence and can you imagine even though they were very stupid also because they should have found the original pictures if they wanted to share it massively online in order to compromise her they should have found the original pictures but to upload the screenshots you yeah, know, this is you know, I mean, I, I can look, I can imagine, uh, let's say, I, I have no uh, strong opinion of the uh, Romanian security apparatus, but if someone had asked me, what do I think about them, then off the top of my head, I wouldn't tell them that they are the A-team and the MacGyver, you know, put together. <laughs> so like, uh, you know, I wouldn't, of course, expect that they are as clumsy as you just, you know, described that. And of course, like, it's difficult for me to guess what was the uh, intention behind, like, leaking it in this format or in other format and so on and so forth. I would say that, you know, what impresses me here is like, I, I of course, I understand your moral outrage because it is morally outrageous. Uh, but uh, what is even more uh, kind of, um, let's say, the, the political point that it proves is that what, what the current state is for and whom it is for and what is the purpose of the existence of the state in its current format which is like, you know, I don't want to make like, uh, you know, uh, I mean, I don't want to turn it into some kind of Marxist theoretical seminar here, but I, I think that this is a, a great exemplification of how the state is just there in order to support structurally in terms of administration, in terms of legal framework, to the extent that they are prepared to actually adhere to certain legal uh, boundaries, you, you know, that it's only there in order to protect the, the ruling class, the capitalist class, whatever you want to call them, the bourgeoisie, if you're like, you know, an old school Marxist and stuff. So this is what they are for. Like, and, you know, in, in our situation, this is particularly, I would say, <clears throat> particularly pathological because, you know, our our capitalist class is not a capitalist class like they they, they, they have it or they, they, they've had it like historically in the West. That is like, you know, entrepreneurs who have like grown their wealth by certain market mechanisms and so on and so forth. No, here the primitive accumulation happened really after 1989 and it was based totally on looting the state, everything that has been produced between 1944 and 1989. And then, you know, we can speak until the cows come home about all the deficits of democracy of that, you know, of that period and dictatorship and human rights abuses and all the rest. Of it. That's partially the, all those claims are true. But what I'm trying to say is that, you know, it, it what happened after 1989, after those systems were blown up, it opened basically up the state, uh, the, the wealth that, that had been accumulated uh, for, for those decades to the looting and to the looting of those who had power in terms of like those who, who were able to exercise the theft. And those were only, you know, secret service officers, you know, demoralized party nomenclatura, 
police, uh, you know, some army uh, elements and stuff like that. So, so those people today are really at the top of the state that was designed in order to serve them. Okay, so this what you what you're just describing is is in fact like immoral as it is, uh, politically dangerous as it is for any dissenting voice that that could come around like in the future, uh, and, and and pathological as it is, it's just the logical sort of the logical process that that had to occur in one, at one moment. What is really embarrassing here for me as an Eastern European is that it plays itself out in such a ludicrous way like you know plagiarism like guys i mean can't you employ those methods for something which is more you know where there's more substance like when someone is like i don't know threatened for example when 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 a journalist for example for example i'm making it up right now threatens to uh to prove that someone's 50 percent of some some rich person's wealth has been uh, illegally acquired for example right i mean i'm talking about some major major loss and here we're talking about just some guy or sorry, some woman, some woman coming out and saying this guy, haha, who is our prime minister, he plagiarized his PhD. And like for such a petty thing, you employ that, you, you know, you make this extra intrigue where the police is involved, the prosecution. Well, well let me explain why. Because this was weaponized and Prime Minister Victor Ponta had to quit after such accusations were made against him. And he was from the Social Democrats. And a lot of the people who came from the Social Democratic wing of the Romanian politics were decapitated in this manner because they would fill public By positions. suggesting that they plagiarized something. And then, then uh, news appeared in the press that they plagiarized their oh, thesis okay. and they had to go. Right. And a lot of people say today that basically Amina Sherkan, I don't tend to believe that uh, to the full extent. This is only a speculation. Uh, but if you if you look closely to it, the Social Democrats were the one beheaded for crimes like this, for plagiarism. And it was now the pressure was so high for Nikolai Chuka to quit. I mean, what is this double standard if the social democrat Victor Ponta had to quit his job because he plagiarized his thesis? It was the case now at least to 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 have an investigation, a thorough investigation, a quick one because it takes you only like what five minutes to take the original text and his thesis and to see that. The, yeah, the texts yeah. coincide that there are the same words, right? Yeah. And then for him to leave. But unfortunately, he did not. Mm -hmm. And I think it's for the first time Emilia Sherkan wrote against somebody who's in power and he, who has the support of also President Johannes and also... Uh, the American Embassy, come on. The American... <laughs> I mean, I don't have proof of that, yeah. but he was lionized by the Western military bloc representatives as being a great guy and pro-NATO and so on and so forth. So it is the first time that 
it is not the social democrats and i think it is the first time she goes against somebody who is really in power and now now the problem is that if the social democrats were thrown out of power were kicked out of power when it was discovered that they plagiarized the thesis their thesis well we should do the same now and yeah, but, 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 yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'd like to interrupt you now because I think that like we all got a pretty good sense of, of the whole story, the quality uh, of it, and and the kind of the the, <laughs> the weight. But I, I I'd like to invite you perhaps because uh, we've got like about ten ten minutes to finish off the segment. I, I'd like to to invite you to perhaps speculate a little bit on the nature uh, or maybe on the quality, particularly of the Romanian leadership or of the Romanian political class. Because you know you said it in the beginning, and I'd like to. Uh, circle back, as uh, Jen Saki likes to say, like circle back to uh, to to what you said in the beginning that you know that our our politicians they not only plagiarize like their their uh, diplomas, whatever their uh, MA thesis or PhD thesis or whatever else, they plagiarize that, which means they they literally take take it like and copy paste it into their you know into their whatever file text file, right? They don't even. They don't even care to rephrase it maybe a little bit and stuff like that. They just go ahead and do it in the roughest manner possible, right? And then, then you know, they even make up books, like, for example, that they had written, which they which is completely not the case. So they just come up with a title, whatever the title could be, and they put it as a reference point, you know, and this, this, this publication doesn't even exist. So I wonder, you know, If, when you're an adult person, you know, mature, like mature adult person, then you come to think about certain measures that you have to take when you lie, especially when you lie to to wide <laughs> public, right? And those people don't do that. So I wonder, and I want to ask you to to kind of speculate on, is this because they feel so safe, because they, they act with feeling of complete impunity, and for them, all this is just theater that they have to, you know, okay, we have to, I have to have a PhD, so I'll just copy paste this and that, and I'll make up two or three titles of books that don't exist, which I had, uh, you know, uh, uh, supposedly written, and I put them somewhere, and this is just like part of the bureaucratic ritual that has to, that has to occur in order for me to be in a position of prime minister or other bureaucrat, or is it that, you know, they are, they are just too stupid, and they just don't, can't comprehend that, hey, Like, you know, someone can actually check on that in the current political situation that we're in, because there are different interests in different parts of the administration, different parts of the ruling class, even if you like. I mean, I believe the, the Romanian ruling class is not super united. Like, there's got to be some cracks here and there. So, like, that, that you should not expose yourself in a way that can be, you know, so easily exhausted by your... By, by a random journalist, like in the case of this this woman that you're uh, explaining her case, or or by your political rivals. So what is is this uh, ignorance, stupidity, naivety? Well, or, or this is this is a very complicated questions, and a lot of people try to to answer it. First of all, I told you there is a political economy of the plagiarism, and that. Uh, all the people who have a PhD in Romania, almost everybody got gets a 15 um raise in their salary 15 percent so 15 so when you have a big salary like uh, i don't know five thousand euros 50 can mean a sum you know <laughs> so like every, everything every every salary that you receive as a as a state bureaucrat is yes. increased by 15 if you have a phd Yes, and this is the political economy of it. So it is a lucrative business. And my suspicion is that basically 
it happens like this. Somebody reaches in the position of power and uh, some, you know, people, because Romania is so feudal still, somebody, the secretary or somebody in their close vicinity who is very obedient and, uh, you know, wants, you know, we have this. There is a in physics the Ohm's law, but in Romanian would be translated the human's law. You are human with me, I am human with you, you do me a service, I do you a service, you know. So they come to this person in power and they say, Boss, I'm gonna write you a PhD thesis, I'm gonna do it, it's gonna be perfect. And they say, Okay, okay, that then didn't even check it. And I think for a long time, until Ponta's case, where the Pandora box was open. A lot of the security institutions functioned like this. I mean, you had the big boss and you had all, you know, this system of close ties relations with all sorts of people who are eager to serve the boss in a mafia style organization. And they would say, I'm going to write you a PhD thesis is going to be great. And the boss would say, okay. And then so the markets have spoken, in other words. The market has spoken. Like, you know, what? I have I have a, 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 an offer for you. Like, I've got a service to sell. You've got a service to buy. Like, let's just cut a deal, right? Yes, of course, of course. And finally, uh, because, you know, those people were so eager to give up their PhD titles. Now, why? When you worked so hard, when you know something was there, you don't give up so easily. It was... Easy come, easy go, you know, the, the, the PhD thesis was presented to them just like this. And there's also important things to be debated here. Uh, the, the Romanian Secret Service Academy did some sort of a cleaning operation at some point and got rid of a lot of the people who plagiarized their thesis. It was a good thing, I think, that this Pandora box was opened because it was a lot of our taxpayer, a lot of the taxpayers' money, and we are a poor country. And to pay 15% extra, you know, as a raise to already higher, high salary, because in the security apparatus, we have high salaries. And for what? For a lie? And I think it was a point also when the secret services imploded, because there are so many secret services in Romania. You have the external secret services, the Romanian um, intelligence. Um, There's the counterintelligence bureau, which is separate. Yes, so we have six or seven, you know, and I think at some point... We've got point 12 in Poland. In Poland, we've got 12, just, oh, just, just oh, as a oh. consolation. Yeah. Well, of course, because you are 40 millions, we are 20 million, so we have half, like six or yeah, seven. Yeah. So, <laughs> so basically... I think at some point they started ratting out on each other. And I also suspect that, and I know for sure, I can't reveal my sources, but I know for sure but that some of the evidence was presented by other police officers and other security officers to the journalists. So what we are seeing now, I don't want to undermine the effort of the journalists and of Emilia Sherkan. I don't want to undermine their effort, but I know for sure that at least some of the evidence was provided by insiders.
Okay, and just as a closing well, remark, if you allow, I'd like to uh, perhaps uh, get a confirmation whether I got it correctly, and then, of course, our, our viewers and listeners as well. So we're talking about this case today, despite the fact that most of the uh, most of those happenings occurred back in January. We're talking about it today because the last complaint that this woman, Emilia Sharkan, uh, the journalist who revealed certain things uh, regarding the the your, your prime minister's uh, Plagiar, plagiarized uh, PhD thesis. So, so we're talking about it now because the authorities or the police, whatever, the prosecution, the institutions of, of your justice system, they had 45 days in order to respond to the final complaint that she had filed, right? And this is, this is something that has, has in the final aftermath not really occurred or not occurred in a satisfactory manner and this is why we're talking about it today, because I understand it it got scandalized again. Is that is that understandable? Yes, because published today, she came forward saying, look, it took them 45 days. They did nothing. So I think my only defense is to write about it. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to use this as a, as a segue and to discuss more. Also, uh, the research I conducted on the Caracal murder in Romania and also discuss again the security apparatus. And this will be linked to the war in Ukraine and how all of a sudden we have to believe that these people are going to be our great heroes. That's a great point. But hold your thought, please. Hold your thought. We're going to go to a short break now. And, uh, you know, everyone watching us, listening to the show, please don't miss out on the next part because it's going to be super interesting. We're going to see you uh, in in a moment. And uh, for now... We say goodbye, we say stay healthy, we say keep fighting, and we say go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash thebarricade. And to the extent that you feel you can afford, support our Eastern European leftist independent journalism. Thanks so much.